Good morning, afternoon, evening, everyone, and welcome to the Etheric Update. I am Dr. Catherine Craig, your intuitive guide and transformation teacher, at least for these next minutes that we are here together in healing. And my mission, as some of you know here on planet Earth, is to help you connect, to help you connect to your divine self, your sacred soul, and your infinite spirit through grace, presence, and love. So today is our sixth episode of the Etheric Update, and today we'll be going through the themes that have come through for November 2022. And these themes that have emerged in the most glorious way for beautiful Scorpio season, that's my, that's my season at hand, have been feeling not only very deep, but very generous in their offering. So this month is really an incredible invitation to embody the depth of our human existence. And the energy field that has been showing up has been this eloquent and perfect synergy of energy that is being encapsulated and now thrust out into the ether waiting for us to just reach up and grab it. So for those of you who are new to listening in, how this works is... Each month, I work with my team of guides. These are my spirit guides, my angel guides in the celestial realm, in the etheric realm, to kind of reach forward around through the time-space continuum and bring you some insights for the month ahead. As they are delivered to me, I then lovingly gestate these themes and deliver them to you in a way that will enable you to enact and enliven these themes in your life. That is, if the material is resonating with you. So the way I work with folks is that there is no one or right or correct answer. This information is simply a way to engage with yourself, your soul, your spirit, your body in new ways that may just open up your life to new possibilities. So just listen in, feel into what's being delivered, and then you can use your powerful mind and body to decide and discern what feels right and best for you in your life. So, November. This beautiful and weighted work that we will be moving through this month, and by weighted, I mean not of low vibratory accord, but with history, with gravitas, with ancient knowing behind it. When my guides dropped these to me, they were excited about the resonance with all that is happening on Earth regarding this time of year. We're entering some, again, Scorpio season, very intense about letting the shadow be known. We have a number of eclipses coming up. And we also, in terms of our earthly cycle here for us in the U.S., we're entering an election season. So an election cycle is happening. We're heading into the holidays, which can become so loaded, so triggering, so traumatizing for many people out there in the world. And the times of Thanksgiving and all the suffering, trauma, tenderness, and joy that these times, these holidays hold for so many people currently walking the earth. So many of us, because of the lives that we have been living in this structure or facade of a society, we have been conditioned to believe certain truths or statements about ourselves. And this can bog down our etheric body. It can bog down our auric energy field. And sometimes it can feel very nebulous and difficult to find our way out of these difficult, somewhat trying circumstances at time. So one of these main themes 
that the guides brought down for me was moving out of victimhood with gratitude. Now we all wear the cloak of victimhood. It's a strong archetypal imprint on our human existence. We all wonder, why did this happen to me? Why me? I don't deserve this. But shrouded in this victimhood, if we shroud ourselves in this victimhood, that is oftentimes the easy way out. Shrouding ourselves in this way allows us to escape responsibility. Victimhood is kind of like a diagnosis from a doctor. Some diagnoses mean there's a treatment strategy and path out into healing the whole being. But many diagnoses are a label that can sometimes get slapped on the person, on the body, on a poorly understood disease. And a label is frankly nonsense unless there is a path to healing. So when we talk about moving out of victimhood with gratitude, I don't say this in terms of a bypassing. I don't say this to blame. I say this to bring awareness so that we're not stewing in resentment. We're not stewing in oppression. We're not stewing in territorial imbalance that that oftentimes the people we are in imbalance with have ignorance or unconscious levels of awareness. So we often act out of victimhood, not out of malice, but out of ignorance or attachment to what is and what is familiar. So this energy is not generally something to be cleared in a day, in a lifetime or a generation. It's something that we will cycle in and out of. It's constantly swooping in and asking for us to not only look more deeply, but to live with gratitude. The victim energy is that of sacrifice. It is that of constantly checking in with the wounded self. We all have these wounds. We all have these pain patterns and asking, what do I need today? What do I need to know today? Now, I know we were all grateful for so many of the beautiful blessings that we have in our lives, but we take advantage of these. We take advantage of the infrastructures that we have put in place to keep us warm, to keep us safe, to keep us fed. We take advantage of the people in our life who will be there to comfort and care for us. And when things don't go how we want, we will often rub up against some discomfort and begin asking why. So go with what's natural. Ask the whys. Cry, scream, let it all flow through you. Let it all flow through you in the most glorious way. Have that tantrum. Let out those base emotions. Ask for release. There are layers and layers and layers of victimhood that are steeped in our ancestry, steeped in all the generations that came before us. So why now? Might be a question that's coming up for you. We are entering the season of the metal element. I said Scorpio season, autumnal season. And the metal element is often misunderstood. And I was talking to a dear friend, uh, Kate, last night in a, a, a session that we were doing together. We could do a whole master class on the metal element. But to keep a long story short, the metal element has so much to do with grieving, letting go, allowing ourselves to move through this dark passage of transformation. And the metal element is not just metal. 
It is also the crystalline structure embedded deep within the Earth's core. It's the structure that gives safety, surety, shape. It's the structure that holds all that is known and unknown. The season of the metal, the season of metal, is the time for grieving and for release and allowing to clear a path for new possibilities to emerge. So when we move out of victimhood, it can be a very intense process. It's a shedding process. It can look like leaving a codependent relationship. It can look like moving into new ways of managing your job or work, asking for an overdue raise. It can look like relating to your family in an adult way where you express your needs and your desires despite the dynamics that have kept the family energy gritty over the years. So we all know when we've gone to that family gathering, we're poised adults in our lives and the communication digresses. It devolves into an adolescent mayhem and the people we often love the most trigger us to no end. I was going to say a bad word, but I'm not going to get, I don't want to get a little E on my podcast. <laughs> so areas you may bump up against is it may feel really, really hard to begin to look at some of the pain, the hurt that you've stuffed away in a drawer. So as always, if you need external support, certainly seek that from a professional. But what this looks like in your life, this moving out of victimhood into gratitude, again, we're not bypassing, we're not just saying, oh, I'm grateful for this and stuffing everything away for a rainy day. <laughs> what this healing might look like in your life is that once you move through this dark night of the soul, or how that can sometimes feel to some, is that you will find you are able to operate with a straighter spine, not just physically, but in the knowing of that you are governing your life and no one else. We were gifted free will, and we have to use that with gratitude and with reason, with logic. So, of course, we have to navigate certain obligations, certain agreements, certain rules, certain negotiations, uh, compromises to make. But knowing that moving out of victimhood can lead to healthy levels of resistance. And resistance can mean knowing that our peaceful and loving boundaries affirming them, knowing these boundaries and affirming them from moment to moment, hour to hour, days to weeks, weeks to months, whatever that practice is for you. But reinforcing these boundaries can feel exhausting at first. So know that, take care with that. But it's like any muscle, it becomes easier and easier to lift, to enforce, to be there. Eventually, these boundaries become a part of your energy field, and you won't have to communicate them with so much effort. No words will be necessary. So as we move out of this victimhood, moving out of it to acknowledge that it is your divine right, it is why you incarnated, it is your divine right to recognize yourself as a child of God, a loving God, but also, also, to recognize your brothers and sisters as divine children of God and navigate those waters accordingly. So as you move through this energy, there can be many moments of expansion, contraction, and with each energetic movement, 
there will be an equal and opposite reaction. So we remember learning that from science class. So if we're having a very high day where we're feeling radiance and in resonance with all that's being asked of us, know that might be later in the day, it might be later in the week, it may be later in the month that you may feel a letdown or you may feel a bit of a backlash from that. So these reverberations of healing will eventually equalize and you'll be recalibrated, rearticulated into a space of knowing yourself anew. And this is all so beautiful. So a mantra we might use, again, if it resonates with you, if it doesn't, you can leave it. I have strength in my knowing. I have strength in my healing. Ah, this is a good one, but a tough one. The second theme that they brought down for this month was moving into sovereign inheritance. And I love this so much. I do a lot of conception work with folks going through their TTC fertility process. And this can be such a big moment for people to understand the weight that comes both behind you and in front of you in your incarnation. So as we talked about the metal season, all that is being held in love and tenderness within the earth and around us, this holding and abiding of the metal element is often overlooked. The metal element is a tenacious element that is the keeper of certain knowledge and wisdom, and it holds the gift of inheritance. So when we speak of inheritance, it is not the money that we receive from when a relative passes, even though that's awfully nice. Thank you to them for working hard. That may be part of it, but it is the weight, and we're going to hear that word a lot today, It is the weight of all the gifts and burdens that you were born with. It is the weight and gift and burdens of all that you were born with, not only in your body, but in your ancestry, in your field, in your presence, and in your future. So your inheritance is your skills, your gifts, your wounds, your relationship to the elements, how they express in your body, fire, earth, air, water, wood, metal, ether. Your inheritance is the nothingness of the sky and the infinite light of the stars. It is your cosmic and primordial connections. It is the weight of all that informs your incarnation, your responsibilities to be resolved, the lights you bring to those around you. So we often become disconnected from our true self Think of a happy baby. That baby expresses joy. That baby expresses pain. That baby feels love. That baby does what it needs when it needs. That baby has no shame around having its needs met. And then when that baby becomes a toddler, that toddler has no shame around expressing desires. So that level of expression becomes learned out of us. That clarity around knowing what our needs, desires, and wounds are become cloudy as we try to fit into this box or label that has been put on us. It might look like I'm an immigrant, so I need to act this way so as not to draw attention to myself. Might look like I'm a suburban woman, so I need to dress this certain way as I go to the grocery store, pick up my kids from school. I might be a blue collar man, so I need to express or act in this way in order to be accepted into my tribe or people I work with. Fill in the blanks. We all have stories around how we're supposed to present and express out into the world. And these often, these expressions 
often fit security needs. So it's not that it's right or wrong, but starting to bring some awareness about why we're expressing in this way, how it became informed, and how we want to move forward in the future. If you're happy with your life, keep your life exactly the way it is. So when we begin to move out of the shoulds and realize who we truly are, the results are frankly amazing. So this is the act of sovereignty, that we don't have to answer or justify our existence to others. And we see this often in the oppressive nature of some of our social structures. I don't like using patriarchy or matriarchy because we slap a label on something that's a, a, a dysfunctional structure and then it can bleed into places where healing really needs to transpire and take place. So often the shoulds, these safety needs, can be filtered from larger institutional structures and needing to justify ourselves in that way is not always a suitable act as we move into sovereignty. So with that said, of course, if we want to have loving relationships, we need to learn to be in relationship with others. But the idea of trying to control another out of fear, want, lack, is dying a slow but painful death. We can see with the COVID years how polarized people got in terms of control, trying to control one another, spreading fear, spreading um, different opinions on different subject matters. When in reality, we all learn for safety, we all learn, yearn for connection, we all yearn for love, and we all yearn for unconditional acceptance, not only from God, but from the people around us through our relationships. So try stepping into your body for a moment. Take a moment, feet on the ground, ground yourself, feel the weight of, the feet, of your feet, the weight of your feet on the earth or the floor. Feel all the life that is pulsing through you. Feel the enormity of the land you stand on and all who walked before you. Feel the suffering and joys all those people experienced. Now look up at the sky. See the infinite space, the infinite light. See how we cannot see beyond and feel the gravity of that. Now you are in between all of that. That is what we mean when we say the weight of all that is above you and all that is below you. And here you are, a tender and beautiful soul, just trying to do the best you can with what's in front of you. Now, what this looks like in your life, the healing. When we move into the space of really feeling this weighty and expansive energy, this world that holds us so dearly, it may be difficult for some of you to recognize the divinity of yourself. If this is you, you could ask yourself, where are you feeling blocked? Where are you feeling lost? Where are you feeling shame? Shame is a big one that comes up when fear is present. 
integrating these inheritances into your life starts with recognition. If you feel called, you can take an inventory. This is something I often do with myself and with clients. Make a list. What are all your skills? What are all the gifts you bring to the world? What are some of the burdens you have carried? Are you ready to lay them down? What is some of the suffering you've experienced? What is all of the suffering you've experienced? Does it feel safer to stuff it down? Express it out? Save it for a rainy day? There's not a right answer, but there is presence and safety in the process of re-knowing yourself. So if you are on track with this, and don't worry, this will not be complete in the month of November. These are simply invitations to begin reconnecting these parts of yourself. So November is simply this invitation to engage with opening to the grace of all that you are. You have infinite inheritances, infinite past experiences and lives. You are a multidimensional being being reflected out into this human body. And that to me is a pretty wild thought. So the nice thing about these November energies, we've had a lot of ascension, a lot of ups and downs in the energy world. And as I keep saying, they are weighty not to burden you, but to keep you grounded and in knowing in your human body. It is these roots, this ever expansive roots that encourage and engage us in our one wild and precious life. So a mantra that we might use for this of acknowledging and moving into our sovereign inheritance is I am all those before me and I am all those in front of me. Now our last theme for the month builds on this a little bit. It's a little bit of a, a fun. I loved the verbiage that came down is generations generating. So this third theme of our month is continuing to move into gratitude, sovereign inheritance, but also making it a little bit more active if this feels right and good for you. So moving from this rooted presence, this rooted divinity, this rooted expression, and moving into some movement. It is the stepping into responsibility of our inheritances. So as we leave and heal the victimhood, and we step into our responsibilities, we can and we have the privilege to impact the generations moving forward. This is all assuming, of course, that we're operating on a somewhat linear or staged time frame. For most of you listening, this is where we're at right now. But for some of you may have realized time has sped up over the recent years and presents itself differently for some of us, mostly due to a lot of the technology we use on the daily basis, but also because of our level of consciousness and where as a collective we're trying to go. So we're beginning to understand as we move through November, the weight of the people who stand behind us and how that ripples out and back and incarnates in you. Special beautiful you. You see your mom and dad, brothers and sisters. You see your aunts and uncles and cousins. You see your grandparents, your great-grandparents, and their cousins and their children and siblings. And you begin to see the sheer volume of experience that has been poured into your being. 
Now, as we discussed, ancestry is not your single inheritance, and it can look very drastically different for all of us. If it is in your belief system that you have past lives also, and all of their unique ancestry, you may also have a relationship with your cosmic family for those of you who connect with the Lyrans or Pleiadians or the Vegans. All of this informs your expression in this lifetime and the ripples you will leave around you. Now in this speeding up and slowing down and moving into an equalized but elevated space, we have the opportunity of generations generating to work with serious intention. What will we generate? What will we bring forth to be born into the world? What will we co-create together? What will we choose to rise together from this epic rootedness of our ancestry? So what this looks like in your life, the healing, is some of us are born generators. We produce, we create, we bring into the world. Some of us may be more thoughtful or thoughtless, doing more um, acting as a receiver, acting as a resonator. This is one where areas of resistance may come up for you. So if you're burnt out at work or at home, you may need to do some restoration practice before feeling this come alive for you. And again, it can present very differently depending on your own unique architecture and makeup of your physical body, of your energy field, of your ancestry, of your gifts, skills, knowledge, wounds, trauma, suffering, everything that you bring. So if you are lacking proper resources of support, the ideal, ideal or ability to generate should be focused internally in your own life not to have leaky boundaries, to continue to pour forth into yourself. The stronger each of ourselves can be, the more strongly it will continue to ripple out in love into the world. If you are starting a new family, literally, if you are, if you are just dating humans right now, this could look like being very intentional and specific about the hows and the whys of moving into motherhood and fatherhood without burdening or projecting onto your future progeny, because we all know that never ends well. <laughs> Years of therapy for all of us. What do you intend your role in this generation of life to be? Are you allowing yourself the grace for failure or mistakes? Mm. So the mantra that we can use for generations generating is I move with intention. Oh, these were good ones. I loved, loved sitting with these for the past couple weeks for you all. So as you begin to follow along with our etheric updates, and we build and grow this energy with each other as a community, our growth, our power, our knowing is only amplified. And this, to me, is the beauty of this work is it ripples out in the most incredible ways that are really unimaginable. So with that said, you all are my greatest gift and teacher. It has been such a privilege to spend this past half an hour with you. So big thanks for listening today. If you are interested in learning more, you can like, subscribe, leave a review or questions for this podcast on YouTube, Apple, Spotify, or Google. 
You can stay up to date on workshops, events, programs that we're running. The best uh, platform, if you want to connect with me, is on Instagram at Catherine Craig Etheric. And if our discussion moved or resonated with you, don't forget to share it with a friend and we can help everyone find their way to healing. So also, if you liked this episode, have an experience you want to share, feel free to send me a DM, leave a comment below. Thank you so much. There is so much more to come and I have so much gratitude in my heart for you and yours. I wish you a peaceful and abundant day and I will see you in next month's forecast.